Well, hello, hello. Welcome to Orchids Bloom's podcast. Welcome back, bloomers. My name is Orchid Brown. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Orchid Eye Brown. So this month, February 1st, starts off Black History Month. It is also my birthday month, but we're just going to focus this podcast episode on Black History Month. I am hoping to create a series of podcast episodes this month that will be geared towards Black history and certain struggles that we go through as a culture and maybe even come up with uh, one podcast episode just kind of talking about the people who have truly overcame so much in black history and really paved a way uh, for us today. I'm still debating but I think I'm gonna do it. I will be creating a Valentine's Day uh, podcast episode as well um, even though it's commercialized. I still believe that we all need to have love for each other, love our neighbors, and love ourselves. When choosing this topic for this month, I really wanted to focus on generational trauma that people of color struggle with. A category of generational trauma would be slave mentality or mental slavery. Technically, it's the same thing. I really wanted to dedicate this specific podcast episode to launch Black History Month by talking about slavery mentality or mental slavery. These are things that we struggle with as people, but please understand that people of color are not the only cultures that deal with mental slavery. As a black woman, I am not the only one that is affected by this topic. Not my sisters, um, not my friends, not my black guy friends. We are not the only one just based on our skin color that really struggles with mental slavery. All cultures do, including Asian, Indians, you name it, they are struggling with it. You will understand a little bit more as we go through this discussion together. A lot of people believe that they are not struggling with this. And that's because they're they're kind of disassociating themselves from the situation like, oh, you know, because we have not gone through generational trauma as black people have or Native Americans or, or indigenous people of Canada has that we are not struggling with the slavery mentality. But in reality, yes, you are. And you just don't know it. So you're walking through life wondering what is wrong? Why am I not getting somewhere? Why do I feel stuck? what is wrong with me and you could actually be dealing with mental slavery mental slavery has not really been diagnosed as like a mental illness i i would be surprised if they don't add that to the category in the future but as of right now it just seems to be a a conversation that we have within our community with within ourselves and some people are starting to kind of relate certain points about um, mental slavery that they've attributed in their lives and looked around and went damn i'm really struggling with this and it's as a form of of mental slavery a lot of people relate to this including white people you're not exempt issues such as these don't discriminate the color of your skin doesn't matter how much money you have or make doesn't matter you have chains on your hands you have chains on your ankles you just don't notice slavery has existed before it was documented in our recorded history sex slavery labor slavery emotional slavery through physical and sexual abuse has been happening for centuries even before 
you know, they created the commandments. It, it's been going on for a long time, but there has not been a definition for it. A lot of people have just kind of accepted the circumstances that they're in and have just made do to survive. Exclusion, segregation, alienation is still alive in our society due to beliefs, perception, and experiences. Most people are law-abiding citizens. They are mindful of the rules and regulations of their master. This can be the government, police, or any employer. I will explain a little bit more about beliefs, perception, and experience as we go on through the podcast episode, but for now, I just kind of want to lay out the thought process so that you can kind of keep up with what I'm trying to say. So the concept of freedom lacks understanding. We have to question, are we free? Does freedom exist? The definition of freedom is the power and right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restrictions. I mentioned in my last podcast episode on penis envy that no one wants to be a slave to our lives, but we are. The concept of freedom is lucrative business. A lot of people have not realized how lucrative freedom is the concept of freedom and how we spend a ridiculous amounts of money to buy the look of freedom to feel freedom when we really aren't free having power having status and money is the aim and the sole focus of freedom no one sees that but we are willing to do anything for it we are willing to pay bribe extort Uh, blackmail someone to have such control over another person or a group of people these people have chains on them as well and they just don't notice they are slaves to power status and money their lives are big luxurious excessive the fame and the fortune that comes with that means that you have a massive amount of fear There is a lot to lose when you're in a position of power and you have status and money. It can go away at any time. And I feel like I've mentioned this in previous podcast episode, maybe 2021, but I'm kind of driving it home in this episode because I really want you to understand the the mental state that a person has to be in to be in a position of power and to have that kind of status. You live in fear all the time and nobody nobody seems to see it. They just see the glory. They see the glamour. They see how wonderful that person's living. I mean, look at their yachts. You know what I mean? Like it just looks so good. You just don't think that they're struggling. You don't think that they're dealing with things that are out of their control and they have to answer to people, people in the dark that you don't see. You, you, they just, you just don't see it. You just see them as freedom due to social media and what you see in the paper and what the media puts out there. You become a target. Nobody wants to be in that situation, but it's what comes with power and status. Their freedom is restricted. They can't go everywhere. You can't say what you want. You have to be a public figure. So everything is being watched at all times. Freedom is a motivation for all to invent, innovate, discover, write, and create. The definition of success is based on the concept of freedom. You fail, then you aren't free. Slavery mentality is preferring the safety of the master. The government through the media manipulates how people think and act. Most people prefer that life. 
the dynamic of life is that you have leaders and followers. So the safety of the master are for the followers. It's easier having people think for you, speak for you, tell you what you are worth and tell you how to live your master becomes more invasive in your lives just so they can have better control but they still need you need to make you feel free in order for it to work slavery in our time is the perception that you are choosing to be a slave by choice if you are choosing it then you are really not a slave you're a willing participant in your misery it's a mind fuck, really. But if you think about it, you didn't really make a choice. It was your only option. You just didn't see it at the time. You are taught at a young age to submit and to be subservient. As an adult, that's all you know. You remain a prisoner. Does freedom really exist? We work hard every day some of us taking risks and ending up with responsibilities that we might not want. Your master provides a, a bribe and make it look like a negotiation. But in reality, you sold your soul to slavery. And you're, you are happy about it because you believe you made a choice. I know what I just shared might have you know made some of you feel a certain way. Um, because everyone wants to feel like they have a choice. You watch, you know, The Matrix, and a lot of people really connected with The Matrix because it was breaking away from that that slavery, that prison that he was in. That movie, is, you know, taught so much, and a lot of people connected with it because they understood what it really meant. You have Squid Games that's on Netflix, and I haven't watched it yet, but I really want to, but I'm holding off on it because I just feel like it's too many metaphors and too many realistic things that would just make me realize that I am in slavery, and I know I am, but I just don't want to admit it to myself. As of yet, I still want to hold on to this idea that maybe I do have control over my own life. I need it to be so, because if not, what am I living for? What is my purpose? And that's kind of a, the way that a lot of people are thinking when when they think about mental slavery. They don't want to know that this is what's happening to them. A lot of people are not ready for the truth. So I'm not expecting a lot of you to truly connect with this episode just because of that fact. But eventually you will have to look yourself into the mirror and admit to yourself that you are a slave to your life let's continue slave mentality is a mental attitude that includes feelings of inferiority and a need to be controlled slavery mentality isn't limited to a race as i mentioned at the beginning of this episode it's it does not discriminate against who is affected at this point they have created a system where everyone is involved in the slave mentality, this, this mindfuck. And it doesn't matter if you're white or if you're black or if you're Asian or if you're Indian. It really doesn't matter. You are caught up into this whole system. And in order for you to break away from it, it's almost like you're going to have to free your mind of everything that you have been taught that was wrong. When slavery was abolished, the island claimed their independence and America freed their slaves after a few months. 
black people were happy, but the government found a way to punish them for their need to be freed. Jobs are not available to these people. Most people had to commit crimes to survive, and once caught by the police, they were put back into the slavery system under masters who hated them. Of course, that in introduced um, racism, hatred, and discrimination. There were a lot of black people who saw slavery being abolished for what it is, and others were angry because now they are lost. No one is telling them what to do. No one's thinking for them. No one's giving them a purpose. Now they have to find their own purpose. They have no slave master. So they are angry, angry at their own people for doing this to them because their life was not better after leaving slavery. It was harder because now they had to think for themselves. Now they had to come up with innovative ways to generate income to feed themselves and their family. So it, it was it was above and beyond what their, their mind could handle. Just as the Israelites followed Moses to the promised land, I am sure some went back to their slave master while people were asleep at night, you know, sneaking away because if they got caught, they'd be dragged back by their friends or their family members for making that decision for themselves because they were so comfortable. They knew what to expect. It was safe. What they had to sacrifice was worth it because they had food on their table and they had each other and they didn't have to... Uh, they, they didn't want to start over and build something anew in, in the image of what they were looking for. They already had it and it was, it was just comfortable. It was completely comfortable for them. And mentally, they, they couldn't. They just couldn't. I can't judge them. Most people nowadays will stay in a bad job, a bad relationship. And because mentally, physically, they just can't start over. They are paralyzed by fear of being lonely or leaving a bad situation for a worse one. Everyone struggles with this until they find the courage to do what they must. How the Israelites were thinking when they were following Moses to this promised land is how certain black people were feeling at that moment in time. They didn't know what to do. They could not think past this, their first step because they weren't used to thinking for themselves. They weren't used to thinking outside the box and being optimistic and, and thinking that everything is going to be great and, and really putting in the effort to build something better for their family. That mindset is not something that everyone has. So yeah, you're going to end up losing a lot of people on the way to a better life. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be a lot of work. And sometimes you're going to look back and go, damn, being a slave was so much better than this. And that's what most of these black people were thinking. There was a lot of anger in the community towards black people and towards the government for basically kicking them out, not providing them jobs, not giving them any opportunities, having them be shunned um, by the community that they worked for, white people throwing stuff at them, treating them like shit, basically saying you have no rights. Even though you are a free man and woman, you have nothing. So you're going to live in poverty and you're going to die because you refuse to serve us as your master. And they had the power. They really did. And a lot of black people don't really see the power in numbers. 
you have people that have the courage to fight for what they need and then you have the other ones who are just like listen man i just want to sit here in my convenient little poor spot living a really hideous life i just want to do my time and just die that's all they wanted and so you had conflicts within the community due to that different mindset and so the you know the government won because it was like you know what we're gonna give you your freedom since you want it so badly and then we're gonna watch you tear each other apart because some of you are loyal to your masters and the rest of you just want nothing to do with it and due to that we're just gonna hope that our side wins the people that follow us loyally will kill all of you off and then come back and beg to be slaves again and then it's going to be like right down in history they came back and they wanted this so let them have it at that moment in time that's when masters started to realize that the perception the perception of freedom making them feel that they can be free and that they're choosing to be a slave is their only way to get away with it give them no other choice but to bow down these slave masters couldn't really depend on that plan working of having their loyal followers take out the ones that are are leading them so they had to create another system and that's where the police came in and got involved you know, black people were caught doing crimes or jaywalking or whatever it was that they did back in the day that might not have been illegal. It could even have been a lie, but they put them through the system and they just say, just throw them in jail. Doesn't matter if it's true or not, just throw them in jail and give them such a large life sentence that they have to work off in the field until they die. So they still technically had their slaves. They created a system where you had to commit a crime to survive and then they found a way to put you right back into the system that they abolished you from. It's very smart of these masters. Slave mentality is a mindset that things will never get better. It is a recognition of your bondage and trying to make the best out of the worst. You accept the beatings, the rapes, the whips, the constant exhaustion and near starvation. A lot of people hope for freedom, but when life just keeps attacking you and beating you down at every single day, you start to focus on where you are and get by to survive. You just accept the circumstances that you're in and realize that this is all that life has to offer for you. And you wonder what was the point of being born? <laughs> We are doing a lot better, but some of us still struggle with seeing ourselves as slaves, which includes low self-esteem and self-worth. We go through life thinking we aren't smart enough for college or university, and I'm referring to this time. What, what's the point of learning if we are stuck in poverty? Most people don't escape poverty. Young girls are having to strip or prostitute to survive because they don't see a better life. Most of these girls are struggling with mental health illnesses from when they were children due to childhood traumas, and they just don't realize that that childhood trauma or what they're going through, it's what's making them feel that this is all they are worth. They can't afford to go and get help for their trauma, to, to have someone believe in them and and try to get them out of that system nowadays you don't see you know just black girls you know stripping or prostituting you see women from all cultures 
it, it doesn't matter. We're all going through the same thing. Mental slavery is real. A lot of people just think, you know, it's too much work and I don't really have the confidence to pull it off. So I might as well just settle for the life of stripping and prostituting and just take whatever little money, the little peanuts that I'm making that seems super big to me because I grew up with not seeing any money at all and just survive. That's all that it is. They don't see a better life. They just see what they have as this is this is what life has dealt me and this is what I have to do. Those that really want to get out of poverty wants freedom and a better life. Believing they should work hard themselves, work themselves to the bone. If you are not exhausted, you aren't working hard enough. So you keep working and not going anywhere because you need to learn how to work smart. Working smart is not included in the way that we were raised. If you look back at generational trauma, they don't teach working smart. That's why our community is is struggling. That's why our young people are lost. That's why we feel like we have no purpose because working smart is not something that is taught to everyone. The only way to reverse this is to make an active lifetime commitment to reprogramming one's mind to move beyond this space, moving beyond the space of limiting yourself, working hard with no movement, to learn new ways and perspective on how to live and apply your energy the best way that you can. It is hard work changing your mindset and re-educating yourself because years of, of just bad advice can take a toll on the way that you look at life. You're working so hard and you are so exhausted and you're like, why am I not moving? Why am I not seeing any success? What's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you. It's just your mindset. And as well as the fact that, you know, you're so used to someone telling you how to live and what to do that when it's time for you to make your own decision, you just feel stuck. You feel like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. And you, you're you building up that self-confidence like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And you're talking about it. But where's the action? Because you don't know how to act to make sure that your dreams come true. We all need to accept that what we were told was not correct. It was just a part of slavery mentality. That mindset that you need to work like a slave to see success and you're basing this on the fact that, you know, we were slave for so long and we finally got abolished because we worked really hard. We worked really hard to get out of slavery, but that's not really the case here. You worked really hard for your master. It's another chain to keep you in bondage. What you have learned growing up, work hard. It's bondage. These people that told you believe in this bondage with all of their heart. They passed it down to their children, died wondering why it didn't work. The master told us this is what we need to do to be free. Work till to the bone, work till you're exhausted and you will be free. I guess free meant death. Working till you're exhausted is not going to change your mindset. 
and prepare you for success. And one of the reasons why I say this is because I want you to go back and listen to my podcast episode on healing through rest. And once you listen to that podcast episode, you'll understand what I'm trying to say in that episode is that if you're exhausted, you know, you're destroying your relationships, you're not healing your body, you're not repairing, you cannot be decisive, you're unable to come up with creative ideas and be more productive. You have limited yourself if you're working yourself to the bone and to, to the point of exhaustion. You're not doing yourself any favors. If you're too tired, think about this concept. You ever go to a job, and they work their employees to the bone. Like you work from morning till end of your shift, but you have to stay behind to do overtime and to keep working. Number one, you need the money. And number two, you have a lot of work to catch up to. But they've given you such a long list of work that by the time you get home at eight o'clock at night after being there from eight o'clock in the morning, you're so burnt out, you can't even go online and actually look for a job. To look for a job that pays better, that hopefully has less less uh, workload because they work you to the bone so that you cannot go look anywhere else. You cannot look for anything better. It's the same concept. It's another form of slavery. And if people actually looked at it that way, they would understand that some of these employers have built their their the dynamics of their job based on on the the philosophy of the slave master mentality they created these these criterias of judgment every six months or every three months depending on where you work to keep you in line to keep you either reminding you oh we really appreciate the work that you're doing for this company and you know we're paying you good money we'll give you a few cents raise to make you feel better Um, and on top of that we need you to start being a little bit more productive yes we're asking you to do 500 units but If you could do a thousand, that would even be better. So now that stress level's gone up and you're you're exhausted and you're having to push because at this point, if you don't get the thousand, which is impossible to reach, then you'll just keep working. You're going to be there on the weekends. Oh, we'll keep paying you. You just keep going. You're such a good worker. Look at you trying to get to that thousand. We told you to jump and you said how high and I see you jumping. You keep jumping. Keep jumping. Good slaves. You are a good worker for your master, which keeps you stuck in this slave mentality for a long time. Even teach it to your children because that's what your employers told you. You're such a hard worker. This is why you have a job. This is why we appreciate you. You go home and you tell your children, yes, we're struggling, but at least we have a little scraps on our table so we're fed. And the only way you can accomplish that is by working really hard for your master. And if you work really hard for your master to the point of exhaustion, if you come home and you still have energy, then something is wrong. It means you're not working hard enough. And so you go through your adult life working to the bone till you're exhausted, refusing to take breaks because guess what? If you really want to be successful, you need to be exhausted. You need to be worked to the bone. You need to be broken. And that's what some people struggle with. Some people got it down pat. They don't put any effort in. The little effort they put in, it's like, boom, it's good for them. And the boss plods them, claps them. Oh, you are amazing. But that's the difference between the leaders and the followers. Followers 
have a slave mentality and the leaders don't feel like they should have to do the work. They're going to find someone to do it for them because you need that validation more than they do. They have options. They've, they've have thought, they have made sure to read and to learn and to put themselves in situations where they can attract opportunities. But this is not something that we learned. We didn't learn this growing up. All we learned was to work ourselves to the bone and serve our master and everything will be fine. We will be freed. Most prosperous countries like America has a system that was built by white people. Yes, a lot of African-American people believe that, you know, America was built on the backs of black people. But at the end of the day, the actual system itself, the system, the hierarchy, the pyramid scheme was created by white people. We might have built the highways, built the houses, farmed the lands, um, you know, been the workers to to that they put that they use to test these um, systems on to see if it works, and then they decided to spread it out to to their other white people. But at the end of the day, you're technically right. The system of America was built on black people. We were the guinea pigs. Yes, we were. You have third world countries taking that concept to build their own society and bringing all that brokenness in because they want to be as prosperous as America or other countries like Canada, which is why most countries and cultures are struggling. You have people competing against their own people and also competing with white people in this prosperous country or this this country that they're trying to build up to be prosperous the system was built on a slavery mentality and a slave master mentality and so you have how many countries trying to copy this not realizing that you're putting your people through what they did to to black america system works because america said it did but this concept was tested and implemented on black people to see if it truly worked. And it did. It built America. America is a great country on the backs of black people and their suffering and their struggle. So as much as there's certain white people that want to say they're excluded from slavery mentality, keep in mind they created this system used it on the slaves which were black people and once the slavery was abolished they then started using it on you but they fine-tuned it they tuned it up and they said all right well let's put it in and make it seem like they are actually making a choice we're going to use the media we are going to um, send people out there to spread the good cheer of hey Here's this beautiful looking slavery life that we have here for you. You are going to be so prosperous and you're going to be so much more free. You can have that white picket fence and that beautiful white house and that big backyards and your kids are going to be free if you buy into this system. Now you have to sign your soul to us and work for us till the day you die to keep this freedom. It was a system that was created on the backs of black people and now it is being extended to everyone all of america so the, the white people that are like oh looking down at black people you're in slavery too you just don't know it so i'm just gonna touch on the point that i tried to make in the beginning which was beliefs perception and experience 
I know I did not lead this podcast episode by saying this is what I mean by beliefs, this is what I mean by perspective, and this is what I mean by experience. But some of the things that I'm talking about fall into that category. And it's really up to you to kind of figure out which one uh, fits. I know I'm giving you homework. I don't mean to, but I need you to understand it for yourself without me telling you what to think or how to think and pointing all of these out together. Everyone has their own belief system. The education that you were raised with, that's the belief. I'm, I guess I'm pointing it out now. The perception of, of freedom, we all have that. We, we're all in this slavery pack together. And then, of course, there's experience. Now, this is the part where I'm going to get into. Um, and I'll try to... to drive that home or try to remember to say this is this is experience if not i know you're smart enough to get it yourself because you are bloomers so to continue this introduced colorism in many societies slash countries the idea that you will be successful because of how light your skin is you know the close the closest to whiteness is is considered to be more beautiful to to be godly almost i think i heard that phrase before in some movie but i'm sure i mentioned it in a previous podcast episode you have that in asian african island american canadian all over the world this lighter you is is better thing is something that is shared amongst everyone and it's really a part of the mentality of of slavery Dark-skinned women uh, grow up believing that they are not beautiful by their own people. That's how bad it is. That trauma, that mental health issues that are being pushed into to babies when they're young and, and they have to grow up in that mindset, it, it's, it's a lot. But I mean, I have literally met some Asian people who were like, you know, I am lighter and so I was the favorite in the family. But, you know, my other siblings didn't really like me because they were darker than me. And in my mind, I'm like, but y'all are all still white. But no, to them, you know, this person is, is whiter. They were like snow white. So they were just praised and favored and got away with anything that they wanted because of the color of their skin. And they were given certain jobs. They were given like the head of the company or the family company. Or they go off and they, and they did something with their lives because they're they're Snow White. And even when I speak to you know certain Indian girls, they they do all of these stuff to make their skin look lighter, um, to fit into that success bracket because their skin is lighter. You have in Jamaica women that are bleaching themselves just to look more yellow skin. Or what did that woman say? Yellow bone? Yeah, because that's more beautiful and that's more favored and you're going to, to get more men with more money because of your skin color because you're lighter. You're more desirable. And so that is a mindset. That mindset is engraved in people. That strong competition that leads to hatred of oneself. Privilege and favoritism are given to a person that looks a certain way to, to the white beauty standard 
And of course, you have to have a lighter skin color to back that up with. We don't see each other as people anymore. We see each other as skin color. We see, you know, a more skinnier, no ass, small tits. Oh, that's a little bit closer to, to white woman. So you are going to have more favors. You're going to get better jobs. You're, you're going to be hired because of how you look. Um, not because of your education, not because you're an intelligent person. I mean, you can be dark skinned, but you need to have a white body to be able to to get in. There's there's so many criteria that was created on this system from so long ago. Even the prison system, they're calling it reform because they're trying to, to say, hey, you know, we notice that you keep putting the people that are darker skin, giving them longer sentences in jail due to a system that was created to put black people back into slavery through the criminal system and it hasn't really changed up until now but if you're a lighter skinned person your sentence is lightened oh you have a future because you have a lighter skin and that's kind of the perception that was created from this system that slavery mentality that people carry with themselves every day they go on to own businesses they go on to be in hr and you see it today how they treat someone who's lighter skin better than they treat someone who's darker skin someone who looks like they're poor gets treated a little bit more different than than the person who looks like they have it together it's it's a system system that keeps people enslaved to their master and it's clear who the master is. Now, if all of this has been happening for decades, centuries, that includes colorism, racism, discrimination, that is what I mean by experiences. How experiences contribute to colorism, racism, discrimination. And as I mentioned earlier in the podcast ex- episode, you have inc- exclusion segregation and alienation and if you have all of these categories helping with those three that i listed exclusion segregation and alienation then guess what you're a part of the slave mentality system and you're doing your job really well colorism racism discrimination are what people have to deal with on a regular basis it is draining It is so hard to be positive, have self-confidence, self-love, self-worth with all this against you. You start to believe it. And a lot of people are going through that every single day. They always say, you know, you need to have tough skin. When you meet someone that is racist or discriminating against you or being colorist against you, you need to have tough skin. You need to be able to brush it off. And that's sometimes a lot harder than than it sounds. Like saying it sounds super easy, but when you're in a position where you're feeling that kind of hate, it's really hard to separate a person's words away from you because they're saying it to you. You're not thinking that how they're talking is a reflection of them and their mindset and the fact that they're stuck in a slavery mentality that they have not freed themselves from. Disassociating yourself from the words that is being poured into you by someone that you care about, someone that you look to as an authority figure or your master is a lot harder than it sounds. A slave is a person that is being controlled by another person or thing. Mental slavery is developed by Marcus, Marcus Garvey, who was born in Jamaica. He is a black nationalist. He wanted 
us to emancipate ourselves from mental slavery. And I remember this because even Bob Marley uh, was singing about this as well because he really wanted to empower his people. Marcus Garvey stated, end quote, the man who is not able to develop, to use his mind, is bounded or bound to be a slave of the other man who uses his mind. If you don't want to use it, someone else will. That part I threw in towards the end, that was me, but I understood what he meant by that. And I remember in university doing a business course and a teacher, and he was a white man, and he stood there at the front of the class and he said, class, he said, if you don't know where you're going, you're going to end up nowhere. It's kind of the same thought process. Like if you're not using your mind, someone else will use it for you. I wanted to break down a a list of mental slavery um, that maybe you can ask yourself look at look at your life and 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 say do you do you do these things and it will would be an indication of what exactly you're struggling with when it comes to mental slavery so the first on the list is you are quick to obey follow to fit in you listen to negative opinions which I mean, we all do, so I can't really judge anybody for that. You have lack of knowledge, which of course you need to fix by reading and doing your research uh, for yourself, putting in that time in your your development of your mind. Um, the next on the list, whatever is convenient option, basically whatever comes your way, you're like, man, I'll go with it. Like you're not specific and you're not intentional. Um, you lack self-love and self-confidence. Um, The next on the list is you are more negative than positive. And I mean, we all kind of struggle with that, the self-doubt and the fear. So I can't be mad at people for going through that, but it is a form of mental slavery. Next on the list, you are bounded to your comfort zone. Yes, a lot of people do that. and And I've been guilty of that myself, but I'm trying to break away from that. I'm trying to put myself in situations where I can actually apply myself, learn new skills, and also use the kind of skills that I currently have and use it in a positive and better way to to best, you know, have a rewarding life. If not a free life, I want to be useful. I want to have purpose. Um, The next on the list, allow others to think for you. Oh, yes, we all kind of struggle with that, don't we? Especially when we're exhausted and we refuse to get rest to heal our bodies and our minds so that we can be a little bit more clear and make better decisions for ourselves. We then turn around and try to get someone to make that decision for us because it's just much easier than doing it ourselves. That's for you indecisive people. Please go get some rest and start just making a decision don't fall into that zone where you turn around and you go hey friend hey mom and dad hey brother can you just tell me what to do no get some rest and learn to make your own decisions make a mistake learn from it and try again the next on the list being fearful about moving forward Ooh, that's a hard one too And um, the next one, thinking that you are limited. That I struggle with. I really do. I'm going to just admit that to you. I struggle with the fact that I think limited. It's so hard to open your prospects to new and creative ideas because you're not used to doing it. 
you're not used to thinking in that 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 zone so because i'm not used to thinking in that zone it just seems so hard and i actually see other people do it and it's super easy for them and i think to myself how the hell is it so easy for you and yet when i try to wrap my mind around it it's so hard because it it just feels like so much work um to get out of that 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 limited mind frame that limited place and be limitless i mean i did watch the movie limitless and it was wonderful to watch but could i apply what i watched not really i couldn't connect to it because i can't see myself doing that so yeah thinking you are limited is much easier than actually stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something that is is against what you've learned growing up and and applying it and trying it and just hopefully surviving it (laughs) i don't know how else to say it so let's just go on to the next one on the list you work on other people's wishes except your own and yeah we all struggle with that too so yeah we do have a, a slavery mentality especially when you go to work and you're doing all the work for your boss even her work or his work and then you go home exhausted and you can't even do your own passion projects you can't really take care of what you want to do you wanted to do cooking classes but you can't do cooking classes because you tend to work overtime all the time and you do all of this stuff but you always trying to make sure that someone else reaches their goal and yet you're still stuck in the same place for how long because you refuse to apply any energy to yours and just taking a step back and go hey this is your job do your job and i'm gonna do mine That way I can preserve my energy to put it towards something that is more meaningful for me. Because watching you succeed while I'm left behind is not really working for me anymore. That's a good slave though, right? That's what good slaves do. Oh, and the last one on the list that I feel that everyone struggles with. I don't care who you are and you can disagree with me, but you struggle with this too. You're not special. You ain't above it is thinking you can't be better and you don't deserve better that's heavy it is loaded my friend the amount of people that i meet that really don't believe they can be better that really settle for being treated like shit because they feel that they don't deserve to be better Honey, you have a slave mentality mindset. And that's the end of the list. So I wanted to kind of continue by sharing a quote from Bob Marley, which states, none but us can free your mind, which means we are responsible for helping ourselves. Everything has a purpose. We have a purpose and we need to use our purpose And sometimes that's not serving somebody else. It's serving yourself. What is your purpose? What can you do to make your life better? Because being a slave to a master might give you purpose in that moment. But I mean, once it's time for that master to move on to bigger and better things, another master will come in and expect you to do the exact same thing for them. How is that rewarding to you? Yes, you have a job. Yes, you have a relationship but you serve someone other than yourself your mindset is closed you are not free and you've settled for that miserable life because that's what you feel 
you deserve. How I have combated some of these issues. I cannot say that I am free from all of them, but I can say that, um, like myself, I create New Year's resolutions every year and update it based on my growth and create list of good intentional habits um, every year that I need to focus on to help me free myself from the slave mentality. Your mindset can determine if you grow or remain stuck. Knowledge is power. So if you listen to my um, New Year's special on Move in Silence, that one I did talk a little bit about resolutions. And I mean, it doesn't even have to be a resolution. It could just be something that you do intentionally for yourself that will help you to free your mind of mental slavery. And one of the things that I mentioned in resolution is reading books, learning something new, applying it to your life. I know people that have literally, you know, go to doing drugs to get enlightenment, to get to that level in their lives where they're they're reaching a new level. But you know what the problem is? Is that with all that drugs and the enlightenment that they do on a weekly or a monthly basis to get to that level, they literally walk away from their drug-induced enlightenment phase um, and they don't apply it to their lives. They they get there, they've learned their issues, they've learned their problems, they they figured out that they need to free themselves. But then once they've come to that realization, they just kind of sit on it. There's no action. So due to the fact that everyone you know can admit to themselves that this is a problem and then decide not to do anything about it, I have added to my good intentional habits for 2022 a list of things that I need to do for myself and I actually have to keep myself accountable. I think I even posted, yeah, yeah, I posted about the first two number one and two on my personal Instagram page, Orchid Eye Brown um, on Instagram, and just kind of, you know, providing my own list of what I need to work on to to break away from, from mental slavery. And so I didn't say that in the video because I didn't want to really give, I didn't want to give away what I'm working on because I did do an episode called Move in Silence. So I'm going to have to, state it but then also not elaborate too much on it and i was hoping that a lot of people will just kind of understand how important it is to be intentional in your lives so based on the list that i just provided if you know you struggle with all of those come up with specific goals specific objectives of what you can do to help you to break away from that mindset I can't tell you what it is. You have to do it for yourself because we all learn differently. We all perceive things differently. And because of our own individual perception and our own uniqueness, we need to create something that works for us. So if I was to sit here and tell you, this is what you need to do for each and every one of them so you can solve it, you might not be able to apply that to your life. You might actually sit down, write it down, Write down what you need to do and then just not follow through on it. Even though you've reached that enlightenment that you so wanted, you still can't act. And it's not a bad thing. It just means that you are trying to follow a system that might only work for someone else and might not work for you. And so you need to make it your mission to find your way of learning, to find figure out what motivates you to actually do 
do something for yourself. And I really hope it's not, oh, someone needs to validate my every move and let me know if I'm doing it right or not. No. So no, that defeats the purpose of breaking away from slave mentality. You understand what I'm saying? You have to figure this out for yourself. You have to figure out how to learn better so that you can break away from this mindset. And I mean, it sucks because you have people like Tony Robbins and you have certain people out there that are charging people, charging people how much money to talk to them about their mindset and how to break away from it. And for some apparent reason, people aren't understanding that what might work for Tony Robbins and all these other gurus out there might not work for you because you learn differently. You need to come to a point where you create something that you can do for yourself and then actually do it and then get to that level step by step. It's going to be a long journey. It's not something that just happens overnight. Like you go to bed and you go, I'm changing my mindset. And you go into your bed and you woke up and you're like, all right, new mindset. Everything is different now. I know everything in the world. I didn't have to read. I didn't have to research. I didn't have to learn about myself. I didn't have to meditate and confess to myself. Why are you procrastinating? Why are you doing this to yourself? What is holding you back? What is the root cause? You don't have to ask any of the questions. You just went to bed and woke up and it's like, poof, brand new mindset. Yeah, no, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, no. No, you're actually going to have to put in the work. You're going to actually have to be honest. If you find that you're unable to complete a task, you need to find yourself an accountability partner. Not someone that's going to tell you what to do, but someone who's going to be like, so did you do it? And if you say no, they're going to ask you, why didn't you do it? And then you're going to come up with how many excuses why you couldn't do something as simple, as simple as making a decision for yourself. Why did you need to go and ask somebody else? Because you thought their opinion was worth more than yours. Where is your self-worth? Why, why do you need someone to tell you how to think what you're worth? Why? Why can't you look in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm worth a lot more than this and I can make decisions and I can do something for myself and I'm going to break away from this mental slavery and become the true version of myself that I am supposed to be. So I'm not going to keep blabbering on. I hope that, you know, you like this podcast episode. Thank you for supporting the Orchid Blooms podcast. Don't forget to click the follow button under Orchid Blooms podcast on Apple Podcasts google Podcasts, spotify and podbeam uh, visit our social media pages for updates on our guests per week and our guests on the youtube channel um, our social media pages are facebook at the ambitious obsession instagram and twitter at the ambitious obs and of course my personal instagram page orchid eye brown so definitely follow all of them if you want to Don't forget to share your favorite podcast episode with your family and friends. And I hope you have a splendid day. Don't forget, y'all, break away from mental slavery.